Cheers. Cheers. TNA. We're running a bit low. They sound empty, very empty. Because they are. Mm. Nearly. So, first things first, how's, how's family? How's tricks? Kid? Everything? Family's good. Feeling like I'm getting more sleep now. Everything's happy at the house. I feel tired actually this week. You do tired. look tired to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Is it because well, we were... you saw me sleeping in the van <laughs> this morning? I suppose, so. yeah. Um, yeah, but everything's really good, mate, to be honest. Really happy. Um, had a day away this week. It was interesting. Yep. Wife had two kids, so everything went well. Bit of confidence boosting for me. Let me know that I can go away and do my job and not have to worry about bits like that. But yeah, overall, quick summary on the family side, but it's all good, mate. Awesome. Um, yeah, so we'll move straight into what I was going to talk about. Um, we obviously went away this week to go to some meetings. Uh, I wanted you made to it sound like a romantic retreat when you opened that. Well, it, it felt it felt somewhat really. special for you. <laughs> yeah, no. It, yeah, it was good. Um, it, I wanted to talk about kind of what I noticed from these meetings and kind of the others that I've been sitting in. Okay. Uh, is the relationships that are created in kind of business situations in general. And yep. um, I've kind of got, a f- I've, on my, well, I've not even got a poster today. It's just a ripped piece of paper. But a, a, <laughs> lot, very a, lot, <laughs> a lot of my points um, are kind of about that whole thing today. So one, the business relationships that are created uh, and two, like managing kind of having few strong relationships as opposed to many weak Yep. relationships business orientated obviously like, I, don't, I don't really know quite what the question is but I guess did you have you always known that that's the way to go or is, it, or is that something that's just or is yeah. that the only way that it ever goes yeah it's a good point so like, do they last as, obviously they don't last as long if you've got weak relationships I think one thing that you're seeing now is half because of just the industry that we work in so there's I don't know there's three four five hundred key people in this industry that control majority of the flow of the money from merchants manufacturers and when I was at Keystone so the first company that I worked for when I got into this industry you saw people leave one job a sales manager leave the job and all of a sudden he'd be coming into the office the next week and it would be like I thought he'd left but he's working for another company that's selling their materials into us. <laughs> like, it was just yeah. such a close industry. And then just to take it a little bit further back is like, you know, my dad. Like, my dad's a wheeler dealer. He's built all of, every one of his businesses. Del boy. Exactly, Del Boy, bit of grease. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's built all of his businesses off relationships. And I've just been, I've grown up with that and I know how important relationships are. And it's that old cliche that, like, business is built on relationships. But in terms of managing the relationships, to get to your point is... <clears throat> You meet a hell of a lot of people, you always do. Um, thousands of trade professionals that use our service through to MDs that we met on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yep. Um, I just think you've got to be really selective with your time, but it's also not over-promising things, which was a big problem for me when I started out, is I'd just be a yes man. Everyone that wanted anything, I'd just try and help them. I'd give up a lot of my time to help. And I think you've got to do that to start with. But I think what I'm seeing now in terms of as I meet people, it's I'll be more selective in terms of the amount of time that I give that relationship. And it sounds like really bad when you say it like that, and I know it does, but there's only limited hours in the day. 
So I'd much rather have three or four, five, ten really deep, fantastic relationships, do a fantastic job, be the guy that they yeah. call. Because you saw when the guy said, oh, who have you worked with? And I told him some of the names. He was like, so if I give that person a call because we're good friends... I said, yeah, give them a call. I said, yeah, they literally knew, what, eight out of ten of the people that you said? Exactly, we said ten of our clients. He said, well, we know eight of them. Yeah. And that's how close the industry is. But the good thing is, more than anything, is we do good work for good people and try and get referrals. Yeah. That's what you heard me say. I said, this is how we're trying to build our business. Um, I just think relationships are so, regardless of the business, but I mean, some people that are listening are probably thinking that we do a software company, we sell software for trades and bits like this. But it's so, so easy to forget that there's real people behind our software that are using it day-to-day and run the business. It's all, it is a cliche, it's built on relationships, but... I mean, that's kind of one of the um, the unique focuses I feel that our company brings is that yeah. kind of close-knit community that we're creating with our members. Like, when, Admittedly, obviously, every company wants to get massive, they want to have loads of customers, paying customers, and this, that, and the other, but when you get to a million customers... Yep. You don't. They're just literally a number on the screen. So at the moment, anyway, we're really focusing hard on those intimate relationships with the few customers that we have. Like obviously, I'm <clears throat> I'm tasked with getting to know the new new signups and things like that. So. Exactly. And the reason I did that with yourself is for, we've built this software product, and we we could hammer Facebook ads, we could f- hammer email marketing, and all this jazz, and we could pump loads of signups in. But I want to really understand the type of customer that we're attracting. Like, what did you do today? Let's just let's get into the details in this a little bit. Like, what did you do this morning that we said this has happened? Do this. What was it? What you mean uh, tracking the flow? Yeah, exactly. Just walk through what that that little task was, and the yeah. reasons that you think we did it. <clears throat> so obviously, I contact um, new signups, suss out why they signed up, and just kind of get a feel for where they are. Whether it's something, whether the product that we offer is something they're interested in, so we had a couple of conversions today, which meant we logged everything we know about them, kind of fact-wise, and uh, we're just trying to get a snapshot of what that exa- exactly means and kind of why the conversion occurred. But a lot of that, like some of the people I've spoke to, lost interest in the app that they downloaded. Yep, but. It was only because I rang them and got to spoke to them. Spit spoke. Speak to, <laughs> got to speak to them. They spoke to me. Um, I kind of reignited their interest in the app, and it's just the fact it's being able to speak to a customer and ex- explain my situation. They explain where they're coming from. We we tell them how we can help help them with their needs and things like that. It's just it's just that exact relationship. But I so, definitely a, a really big problem. thing for me, and that's because. I think too many people when they're starting out building software is they want the software to communicate everything, but it's not mm. going to happen. People sign up to our app and they wanted one thing and if they can't find it straight away, they stopped using it. And the key thing is, is if you just get on the phone and work out, actually, John, this thing that you want is available. It's just, sorry, it wasn't really clear. I now know, as an in internal for us, that X out of 10 people are signed up for this feature, but they don't yeah. know where it is. So we need to make that clear. So what we're really trying to do is rather than hammering all this social media, email marketing and get thousands of signups is understand the level of depth and detail about every single one of these people that signs up, hopes and fears of all these customers, why they're using our service, what they're like, what they're struggling with. And like that snapshot this morning was like, just tell me what made this guy convert to become a customer. Like what was it about what we do that helps him? A perfect example is that we've got the automated campaign messages. Yep. They will ping out every so often um, 
in response to certain criteria so whether they're active or not active they get specific messages exactly but and that is automated and that's great and that seems to be working really nicely it's yep. kind of urging people we're getting responses they're responding to the messages but I am still contacting them and I'm still getting so much more information than any because they can ignore that in-app message that says yep. hey I see you're online can I help yep. but if I ring them and say how's it going we're talking no exactly so there's no there's no and it lets them know there's a person behind the business exactly but one thing I want to make really clear about the kind of the in-app messages you've got a squeaky chair today I know really squeaky one thing I want to make really clear about the in-app messages is we try and use them more of a conversation starter at scale yeah. so yes we can do this at scale we can automate when someone does this action trigger this message but that message is never to trick a user to make them think like there's a real human that sent that there and then it's it's a conversation starter and just to really boil it back, something happened this week. I don't think I even told you guys about it. But a lot of our members add me as a friend on Facebook. We've got private Facebook groups for some of our members. A lot of them add me on Facebook. And yeah. one of the guys, uh, well, you know, O'Brien Company, mm. uh, Coventry, he's just had a kid. So I went on to Mamas and Papas, got a gift card, £25 gift card. He's been with us for the last two years. He's been a raw, big support of what we do. Comes to the live events to come and say hi. Send him a £25 gift card on the post. That level of relationship and like value that we give our members is the only reason we've got yeah. to where we are today. We're not perfect. There's loads of bugs. Our members know about them. We're fixing them. But because they can see we care and we're not just hiding behind... Uh, e- please email support at da 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 and yeah, then email it's responses. Not, it's, it's not just an empty mailbox that they're getting in touch with that they have no, um, there's no back and forth. Like with, Again, it goes back to the intimacy that we've created. But yep. It almost allows you to be more open about the faults because everyone's got faults. Yeah. And because we have that back and forth between our members, we're, we're able to say, look, I know you're looking for this this is where we're at right now and they and instead of it being like oh it should have been it shouldn't have been pushed or why is it not already in the update or anything yep. like that we can just talk about it and, exactly and justify it and and they're, and they're more accepting I feel 100% obviously, agree they're, obviously there's still if there's an issue there's, there's still an issue but but I think what it allows you to do is say listen John that thing you wanted isn't going to be ready we've got it in, the, in our kind of development timetable for the next three months so it's there if you want to use it now, but how about this? Once it goes live, I'll give you a message in three months' time yeah. when it's a good fit for you. And just being able to have that really honest, like, listen, John, I'm not trying to force it on him there and then and bits like that. If it's not a good match, I think, I just think getting on the phone, I sit opposite you. I hear the conversations. It makes such a big difference to the engagement we get from these guys. Simon, I've referred back to him before, but he told me get 100 customers for our new product and make them truly love yeah. the service before we worry about anything else. So that's what we're doing. Like he, he's done it before. He's seen this hundreds of times. Um, and as a team, we just need to make a hundred people just love this new software product of ours. Um, we've got hundreds of customers for other things that we do, but for this on the heating engineer side, for the new certs, we just got to get a hundred people that truly love that cert feature. And we're not there yet, but we're going to be. Yeah, it's a it's a long road, but we'll get there. Just putting you off a second. I can. It looks like it's foggy outside but it is hammering it down wow <laughs> um, yeah so what we were saying yeah back to kind of the the snapshot actually just kind of reminded me of a thought I didn't it's not even funnily enough it's not even on my piece of paper um, I was, I've been thinking about this over a few d- days it kind of sparked my memory but um, 
data, customer data, yep. user data, you and me. We were on about it uh, before with Siri and how crap Oh, yeah, yeah, on the way back from Manchester. Like that. And today with the snapshot, obviously, we look at all the information that we get from the app and you can kind of get a picture of what someone's like or the certain uses they have for certain software. Yep. It's just, don't you think it's weird how, how where was it? It's just, it's so confusing how, well not confusing, but it's so interesting how there's so much data collected on everyone yep. and how much it can tell you, but it can't tell you the full picture. Again, it's back to, back to being able to speak to these people, but just kind of the data that we collect on people is just fascinating. I think, no, I think the data gets you, I think data at scale will only ever get you 80% of the way there. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's, you can put a lot of the jigsaw together with data that you're collecting. Um, we, we know who they are, the services that they run, how often they use the app, what they use it for, bookings, reminders, how they interact with their customer. We know all this stuff. But we're not going to know if he loves it or is just using it because it's the, the best of a worst bunch. Like, he might be begrudgingly using. Exactly. And that's not what we want. Yeah. Um, and that's why getting on the phone and having that one-to-one relationship is so key. So what do you think about Manchester? What do you think about the meetings? I mean, one of the meetings you were in because it was heavily impacted of what you're going to be doing in the future because it's rolling out a service that we've done before. Uh, As simple as that is, you're going to be managing that account for us. The second meeting was just because you were bloody with me on the day. (laughs) What do you think about the meetings overall? I heard you call me your chauffeur to 40. So (laughs) as long as I get a hat and gloves, I don't mind. Um, Yeah, well, I've said this to you before. Business meetings, in yep. air quotes. I've, yep. I found it absolutely fascinating that if you've never been to one, you're imp- I'm, maybe I'm, maybe it's just me, but the impression I always got that a, is that a business meeting was business, as in <laughs> a board meeting where there's a big long table, everyone in suits, and you're there. PowerPoint presentation, PowerPoint slides, hand suited up, the full the full shebang. Yep. Thirty minutes in give you speech and then it's like Dragon Den style we're in or out but it's so it's so not that obviously no. there's there's varying scales uh, depending on the client yep um, but even then even the most formal is still a very kind of informal interaction yeah I mean what what we did this week we met uh, we met a manufacturer that's a first I'm gonna have to answer this live on the show check us the phone Good afternoon, expert trades. Adam speaking. So sorry about that, people. Um, we don't know if it's a member, customer, or someone trying to sell us something in the office. Um, it was Bloody the latter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to take the call. So we were talking about the meetings. Yeah. So and kind of the formality. Yeah, we met the manufacturer. Um, so just to put in perspective, like that company, relatively relatively small in the industry, but really good player. Turnover 15, 20 million. And then the, the merchant that we met turns over mm-hmm. 50 million plus a year, met the MD. And I think yeah. that you were expecting to sit in a very formal, like you said, PowerPoint presentation, but it's just sitting around the table, shooting the shit and just basically seeing how each side can add value. I, I mean, there's, it's, it's still business talk and, oh, and, every, and everything you're talking about is, is 100% straight. There's no pussyfooting around. Yep. But obviously the, the way that that interaction occurs is far more laid back yeah. than how you expect. And there was, there was a certain part of that second meeting that you spoke to me about afterwards. 
which I thought would be interesting to bring up actually, now we're on that topic, is when you tell someone that you're not able yeah. to do that level of work, um, I think it, we know we both noticed the sense in the room change drastically in terms of we're not just a company trying to extract as much money as we can out of you. They're, they're looking to do certain things. And we basically said, we can get you to to B. We can go from A to B, but if you want to get to C in the next three years' time, as soon as you hit that mark, we're not the company currently that can do it. We're just not, we haven't got the, the staff or the resources. And, and they, they even said as well that they, they've spoke to people people before that they promise you the world, yep. but when you look at their track record, they've not been able to deliver on anything close. No, exactly. And I, I just think there's a massive power in... Uh, I suppose the best way to explain it is being vulnerable in a meeting. Like, listen, yeah. we can't yeah. do everything for you. We can't do A, we can't do B, but if you want someone to do C, then we're the best company in the fucking country to do it for you. And it's just honesty as well, though, isn't it? I think exactly. by being imperfect, it shows that you're being more real because no one is perfect. And I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head after meeting. It's like kind of like, by not promising everything, then when you say you can deliver on certain things, mm, it adds a yeah. lot more credibility to it. Um, good meeting. The reason that I really like you sitting in those meetings is because I think six, 12 months down the line, as things grow, I just know that you'll be, we're very similar in that certain situation to be able to just bounce ideas around a room, have a chat and just get on with people, build very quick rapport. Um, yeah, so I think it was... I love having you sat there. I think it's really good learning. Um, and that first meeting, I think that's going to be a really, really good project for us if it comes off. I'm yeah. hoping to hear from the next week. That's sort of like a, a five-figure deal a year for us, which will be good. That's good. Um, yeah, so again, kind of going back to our, our close-knit community, I made a note because we had a difficult phone call earlier today. Uh, well, I rank him, actually, because he was a new sign-up. Yep. Um, but he was interested in a website package yep so I shot him over to 40 and then what proceeded was what looked like the most painful conversation okay and you could see 40 40 did really well and you could see he was getting really worked up yep which people which people can do to you dealing with those guys that's hard man I mean how have you do you get the same thing in when you go when you go to meetings and things like that, hundred percent. Or is it just kind of the basic customers? You, you just have to understand that the game that we're in, it's client services. Yeah. Whether it's at scale with eleven thousand members, or whether it's with ten clients that pay us five figures a year, um, it's client services. Um, the key thing is, is very early on. This is and this takes balls and this takes learning. When I started off doing consultancy, and if you listen back to it in the podcast, there's, there's an episode about the consultancy where I address this actually, is you are a yes man because you're new to it. You're charging more than you think you should because you're used to getting paid 60, 70, 80, 100 pounds a day, whatever it is, and then you're charging three, four, five times that a day. So you feel like it's called imposter syndrome. You feel like you shouldn't be charging this much. So you become a yes man and you do everything. And the problem is, is when someone calls up, Ford's biggest problem will be he he loves loves making members happy. Yeah. He's, he 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 customer success that role perfectly. But there is also this thing where you need to set expectations up front, and being able to push back on people is a skill. And that, and that that was it. I I get it. I get I get why Forty was uh, getting worked up because obviously your perception is. I wish I'm, I was here for that call because it would have been really I'm, interesting. I know you would you would have jumped straight on it. Um, the the point when you're dealing with customers is normally 
just to make keep them happy not yep. not keep them happy at any cost but like just you don't want them to come away with a negative experience because the idea is you, you want their business yeah so what was happening in that phone call was that obviously he was just trying to come across as being polite and nice I, the, i'm gonna this, stop you there there's one thing you just said which i 100 percent disagree with you don't want every customer's business like we know that we have a really low low cost high value product with the website package we know that if someone is very handsy with what they want and very oh tweak that tweak that tweak that then the, the amount that we pay the profit quickly gets er- eroded like yeah. we need to attract the right type of customer the reason we d- we remove the monthly package option is because someone that's paying 200 pound a year for the package is a certain type of customer they've got certain funds available and they understand the value that we bring to them someone that was paying 15 12 pounds per month for a package is a very different type of customer and we quickly we looked at the data and we said we are spending 80 percent of our time on the lowest value mm-hmm. customers to us so i don't think and that's an important yeah mindset. no I, I, yeah. I agree with what you're saying uh, what, what i mean is though you, is until you know that they're going to be a difficult customer yeah then you do want their business yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like, your- when that phone call started, this was a guy that he's a, was... He's a, he's a great lead. He's a hot lead. We're rubbing around as we've yeah. got a new customer. Awesome. But then as the phone call goes on, you, the guy's just grilling him about the minute... Min, the, the, the finest little things about a website I heard design. I heard one of the things was, he was what ask- geometric shapes do you use on the website? He was asking the psychology of the colours. I know. The reasoning why... We choose the colors that we choose and bits like that. And to be honest, and that's where the skill comes in, is he might be a good customer for us. We don't know. It doesn't sound like it. But the key skill on that phone call would be not to say like, oh, uh, we choose your colors or blah, blah, blah. It's, John, why does this matter to you? And it's a really good skill to have. And you have to have some confidence in bouncing it straight back to the person asking the question. Think about the meeting we had on Wednesday. Adam, what do you think's best? MD, 50 million pound company plus turnover. What do you think's best, A or B? And I was like, I don't think either. I don't think you're asking the right question. I think it's C. That's the sort of mentality. And you only get that when you know your field. Yeah. The thing that bugs me about this is 40 noses, 40 noses stuff. But I think because it's a customer asking him a question that he feels like he needs to just answer. And that's a skill set that we obviously need to work on. I think it was kind of... It was more the fact that when Ford is speaking to these people, the, 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 the general direction of the conversation is that this person is interested yep. and would just like to know more. Yeah. So and then it went they down went down that hole. path, and then all of a sudden, it just it just took an absolute U-turn, and the guy's grilling him about something like like Forty called him. Wow! Like, and he was yeah, trying yeah. to push him on it because then Forty had to say, "Well, I'm not I'm not not trying to sell it you. I'm not trying to push it on you. I'm just yeah. You're asking me. You're asking me the questions. You ask me these things. I'm giving you the answers. Why are you getting so shirty about it? And the guy, I couldn't even hear the other guy, but you could just tell, tell. Yeah, the responses yeah. that Forty was having to give. He was just being a tough one. in both barrels. It's just unnecessary. No, exactly. And to be honest, if, if someone's asked, if someone had called me, if someone called me up right now, if that phone call had been, what's the psychology and the geometric shapes and the reasoning behind it for the website package? You've either just got to say, listen, you're thinking about this on a much deeper level than we are. This is a, this gets your presence online. 
unless you're Amazon getting 25 million, 50 million uniques a month and you're worrying about the shade of orange you use on a buy now button, until you're getting that much traffic that it, that it actually matters about the shade of the call to action button, John, don't worry about it. If you are getting that, then we are definitely not the right company to be working with you because we serve people that want to get a presence online, start SEO and start ranking in Google. We don't do that sort of level of detail. But that's a conversation that 40 won't have. No one will because they want to just answer. I think the problem is by this point, he's got you all, all for, like worked up. Yeah, yeah. I can see you getting worked up now just thinking about it. Just, it just like, it irritated me because I can imagine... I wouldn't, but, have, I wouldn't have been able to give him this, that sort of response I love either. I'd be like, I, I honestly don't know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah. Just, no, I know, but you, that's just bit, experience. Do you be in a bit more? But I, do you know what I love more than anything out of all this? Is the fact that you're getting worked up because this guy worked 40 up. It shows that we're a fucking close-knit team. Mm. Like you saw one of your colleagues getting worked up by someone, probably because you passed him on to him, to be honest, just thinking about it. <laughs> I, the thing is, I would have just put the phone down. You know, like, look, mate, it's not for you. Bye. <laughs> but obviously... <laughs> It's a skill. It's something that, uh, that yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat I about think, I think the reason, and I, I, I understand why Fordy got, it worked him up as well, because I'd get the same. It's because I don't want to be angry. I don't want to get angry and start being like, I'll start shouting. Angry. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's why I become almost introvert in that Yeah, yeah. you go one like, way or the other. I'm either going to give you both barrels I'm going to point it on myself. Gonna, yeah, exactly. So, and that's where I kind of shut down because I'm thinking that I can't, yeah. I can't tell you what I really think. So I'm just kind of not going to give the, the The skill is living in the middle ground. Mm. And I don't get it all the time. Like you, you, yeah, I'll, I'll show you the email thread. I think you've seen it. I know you know me really well. Uh, <laughs> I've seen but, and A customer sent me an email at 1.40 the other time in the morning. And I think a, a couple of our members listen to the show now, by the way, which is interesting because they found it on Instagram. So they, <laughs> they found me on Instagram. So they're going to know who exactly who this is. But I got an email at 1.40 in the morning. The guy got a reply at 1.45. Obviously not expecting to be awake, but I was bottle feeding my baby. Um, one eye open. <laughs> one arm on the baby, one eye on the, la- <laughs> one eye on the laptop browser and stuff. Baby went to sleep. I did some emails. Um, and then they're basically you're saying your product is not a good fit for me now because of this this and this hmm. and I, he was like and I'm paying you for it and I went I nearly said his name <laughs> I, I went uh, I'm going to call him I'm going to call him 40 for argument's sake 40 I'm really sorry it's not a good fit for you right now worst of all I'm really sorry that you think it's costing you business and that's the last thing I ever wanted to do you know we're trying to help you build your yeah. business and manage it so what I'm going to do is the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning I'm going to export all your data into a CSV file all your customers so you've got them I'm going to download and PDF all your invoices so you've got them ready for your accountant as soon as I've done all that I'm going to close your account down I'm going to give you a full refund and I'll send it all across to you whoa 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 don't spit your dummy out like that with me mate and that's the reply I got uh and it just shows like some people you can't please so don't try and please everyone just live in the middle man get on with it it's a good life lesson <laughs> anyway what's next on your sheet that's kind of that's kind of it really um, this show's all been about relationships which is quite cool yeah and it wasn't it wasn't really intentional I guess it just kind of spurred one thought after another yeah but yeah it was um, and because again going back to the relationships about business it, you, what you said was very similar well is true for kind of your relationships that, any relationships that people keep in their own personal life like you yep. think when you're, when you're at school and you're a kid it's not quite the same because you're at school with all of these hundreds of kids and they're all your friends but when you're older you are definitely lucky to be able to count true friends not just no, friends that exactly. you know and you see from time to time yep. just 
happen to be in the same place, but like genuine friends that you can call up and meet up and or go for dinner with. You're lucky if you can't account in on more than one hand. Exactly. I like agree. I just think that people don't have the capacity to have real deep meaningful like me and you I couldn't have three four or five mates on the relationship level that we've got just couldn't do it I just don't have the mental capacity to do it or the time energy or patience <laughs> I don't know what I said about me but <laughs> but no it's uh, no, I really enjoyed the show to be honest relationships are super important leave it there yeah go on man it feels quite brief that one <laughs>